0: We're back with another recording. Um, today we are with Christine from 4110 Thread. So uh Christine's actually been quite an exciting client. Um, so I this is a bit of a different po- type of podcast. Um, Christine's still pretty new on the scene. Uh she sort of has two COVID um and sort of embraced it and took that time to actually discover some of the things that she actually has enjoyed and I have to say our, our products are fantastic. So um, hi Christine how are you? I'm good how are you? So um, basically let's get down how did you start up or where are you from actually let's start that way where are you from? Oh
1: well here I'm from good old Andrew Gay but you know that'll fell in love got married and moved to the back end of Noor, which is formerly known as Bally Far Away. So just outside Carrick. I'm kind of in between Carrick, Fergus and Lauren. So uh,
0: we, we won't hold that against you so we won't. Um right. it,
1: My it, I can Sandra Gay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Lauren is the only other part uh town that basically has just as bad of a name as Lurgan, so yeah. it's 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 a I think it's a competition now between the two uh probably times um and you're married you've got kids and you decided uh well actually no how did you start up this whole business Oh, uh, it all started with the scrub
1: the scrub drive um, I tried to be a part of another scrub drive and I couldn't get anybody to give me anything. And I thought, fine, I'll just start with myself. And um, I came across a verse, and I'm, I'm a Christian, and I came across a verse of um, Isaiah 41 and 10. Then the name came, and I made, I think I made 33 or 34 scrubs in a week, just buying just them out with two kids running around me. Um, and that's basically how I started with the name. And then I did some uh, math, I did that, and then I thought, I love Irish linen, I've worked with a girl and I just I just love it, there's just something really luxurious about it, and um, in a market where crafters will probably struggle, Irish linen still holds its quality and it still holds its name, I thought, why don't I just give this a whirlwind? Um, because obviously, I don't really want to be making scrub, and I don't want to make making math. So that's kind of how it was that was born. Really, I just want to do business to do something with the kids. So that was born.
0: Yeah, and it's really interesting because like um, like we're not really that far away from each other. So like borderline and Lurgan in particular. We're yeah. massive big linen industry towns. Lurgan, more so than Poor Down, Poor Down tends to be more known as the market and like a trader's town. Uh, yeah. While Lurgan was a market town, but it also was heavily known for its linen industry. So it's really sad um, that Lurgan doesn't still hold, like, you can still see one of the old linen buildings in Guildford there. Yeah. So it's very interesting that that was your calling and you come from an area that it's yeah. very renowned. Uh, for and like um i know we've talked briefly about this in the past so uh you were saying that your name your name comes um your name comes from uh reading isn't that correct yeah a bible verse yeah the bible verse. yeah and like is there a story is, is there do you know can you remember the line off by heart i know that i'm putting you on the spot here fear uh, not I- fear not for i am with you be not
1: dismayed, for i am your god I will strengthen you, I will help you and I will teach you. And that,
0: that, it just
1: was the time when everybody, everything was up on the air with COVID. People were going to work, nurses, Christian nurses, non-Christian nurses, doctors, they were just going into this. And they didn't know what they were going into and it was just like, it was just a, it was just a reminder, you know, don't fear, just trust what's there.
0: I think that's interesting because um, as some people might know, um, I myself, I'm still a care worker and I'm also a nursing assistant within the hospitals. So I only do banking in the hospitals and I still am doing my domiciliary care in my local area. And I know so many people who, um, I I had been offered the scrubs, unfortunately I do, did prefer just the uniforms um, yeah. at the time, but um, I know a lot of people who were just so grateful of having those scrubs because I know that in our house, um, I had to constantly wash my uniform. So as soon as I got home from a shift, I had to go and wash my uniform and it was horrible. It was a horrible, horrible time. I I never want to experience it again where my own children were fearful of touching me just as soon as I came in through the door. I had so much so that my five year old used to march me down to my bedroom or into the bathroom for me to take off me. He then watched me shower because he's mummy's boy. And, And only whenever I got out of the shower that he knew that that was safe for him to give me a big hug. And it was the most crucifying time. And there's an awful lot of uh, crafters and even non-crafters who were just good with the sewing machine that stepped up. And I just personally want to say thank you to all of you because you do not understand how much is meant to a lot of the cure industries. And I don't think it's our forgotten heroes but you are definitely the unsung heroes um people like ourselves will always remember and i think it's even more amazing that you are one of these small crafting industry businesses that have came out of that um and the idea that i find it really funny because the the phrase you know the reading that you've just said it nearly also describes linen because linen is quite a a toughy material and it's still yeah. delicate at the same time, yeah. which I always find amazing. And that's the reason why like, we constantly get asked for Irish linen in our store and online. Um, and uh, we do have a common friend. Unfortunately, we both know Sharon um, and <laughs> <getting> <laughs> I don't care uh, and uh, I just feel sorry for her pupils. Um, <laughs> but Sean <laughs> and I played rugby together and this is how I got to know Christine and I remember Christine shared your stuff on Facebook and I was all like I want to meet her and Sean turned around I just remember Sean's said so like I knew you would bet <laughs> but I hadn't got seen your stuff up until recently so how did the whole linen because I think the way a hey, your stuff is beautiful but I want you to talk me through like how did you get the linen? Like, because it is genuine linen that you're actually oh, using a, Belfast Made.
1: Um, no, I work in Northern Regional College and, and a new course has kind of come up and I wanted to change the course a bit and kind of bring back the textile industry. so passionate that we have lost so much of our industry. Like, it's non-existent pretty much. Like, mills are being turned into hotels and apartments and all the rest of it. So through that I started researching and find that there's a place up in Kale called Bird McNutt and they manufacture and dye linen. So I got to go and view it and see how the whole, this is pre-COVID obviously, got to go and see the whole process of stuff and then once I finished, I finished teaching whenever I had my Second little one because it was just too just too far. Um, we don't really have family close to us, so there should be tips So I just give that up. Um, so that's always been in the back here, your um, back of my mind. Going, mm, I know where I can get lemons. So I had made a contact there. So I just went back to the contact. And um, when I decided to go for the lemon, um, I said, "Pull me out X, Y, and Z. This is what I need. This is what I want it for." and that's what they've done for me. I was able to go and pick it
0: up. And um, yeah, Irish linen, 100%. No, I mean, I think it's actually amazing, you know, like that there is still places over here, like, cause we yeah. know some of the big guys, Ulster Weavers. We know, yeah. um uh, it's one of them nights uh, in Banbridge. Ferguson, Ferguson. Yes, thank um, you.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Nick Ferguson, Lennon, uh, another local giant you know and we yeah. know that they've been about for centuries um you know like the, the, they're yeah. big big names you know so the idea that they're still small guys still making it and there's still this access yeah. linen just there you know i i find it like and um and i and i loved your stuff because it's it's, it's not that harsh linen that you can yeah. get it's quite a nice soft linen and like they so not that long ago where we actually um we sent napkins over to italy for instance okay. and italy are calling out for linen which i find amazing i had a really yeah. good chat with uh the girl who's originally from over here um and like she absolutely loved the product um yeah. And so, you know, so much so that there's been a lot more interaction, you know, happening. So by the time this podcast comes out, you'll actually already have seen some of the samples of Christine's work online, because we will have a video. And like, Christine, you've got some of the wee samples there. So like, just talk us through your product range. So you you do do, tend to do household linen uh, bits and pieces, but you you have sort of test, well, you've done dresses and for kids in the past, haven't you? I've done, I've
1: got, I've gone through lots
0: of different stages um, from coming out of degree. I've kind of gone
1: from making formal dresses, background dresses, <laughs> to making linen. Um, but at the minute, I'm kind of staying towards napkins, uh, really pretty really napkins. Look how beautiful that blue is. It's a gorgeous it. royal blue. Um, I do napkins. I do tea towels. Um, I recently needed nine, nine bags. They're called origami bags. I don't know if
0: oh. you Yes, they've uh, become very big. Uh, shopping bags. Yeah. People are liking them for the, especially just if you're running to the corner shop type of bags. Yeah. because they're so they're one money. of them bags that yeah, but they hold so much. <laughs>
1: But they're
0: like they're like you.
1: You just wonder what you're gonna do with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got that. Um, I'm currently making um a weighted table. You know, if you're outside, the worst thing when the wind comes and you're having a picnic outside, everything starts to blow. Yeah. I am currently trying to make a uh, a weighted table cloth, so it's got weights on four corners, so then it should effectively just drape over the side Um. I can't remember what else I'm in, table runners, <laughs> table maskins, uh, tea towels.
0: Um, I have to say, Christine does this gorgeous, uh, they're blue and white stripe and they are just <gasps> absolutely, they are stunning. Um, do you have one? I've got one? this yeah. stripe.
1: This, right? this is a prototype for Pajama Shore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh,
0: I, yeah, just the right time, gonna... of, right time of year to be <laughs> introducing them um slip <laughs> from one thing to the other no and um, how are you fighting so like this is still a whole new process for you so how are you finding uh trying to break into the scene and sort of trying to develop your business how are you fighting all of that
1: i find it really difficult but i find it really difficult because i have no confidence in myself so i will be all guns laden and I will make a mass of stuff, um, and I will be so like, this is amazing, and um, I'm loving it, and then I have to price it, or I have to sell it, or I have to market it, and to see, if that part, I just, I just can't, I almost just can't, I get to this part where I'm afraid that people won't think the quality's there, I think that people think that, oh my goodness, um or somebody will come along that a friend of a friend and they'll say but you can get linen in the nail for like 8 99 And I'm sitting there going, right, well I'll just I'll just hang up the coat and that's fine. I'll just put it to the side and, and whatever, you know. Um, I I really struggle with that, but it takes the likes of Sharon <laughs> or Neil that comes back and goes for Christine, you're selling yourself short." your stuff is good you just have to put yourself out there but it is like the confidence part for me the anxiety of trying to of people judging me or I think that's probably true for a lot of people You either Very much don't right. give a crap what people think or yeah. you give too much of a crap what people think and you're just absolutely stuck so, I go through a stage where I'll sell lots of things and think, "Oh, that's really good," and then one person will say something negative, and I'll not do anything for maybe a month. You know, it's not, it's not. You know, it needs to be a business where it's consistent.
0: But I th- no think way. what you're saying is is so. I mean, like it's it's actually one of them untold things that all us crafters. Uh, sorry, I've just generalized myself in alongside crafters, um, yeah. but uh, all of the crafters. Are they've all been through that? Um, some still, and they keep going out. And like I have, like as someone who's been running craft first and been working in this industry now for eight years, um, like even I, like I will even t- I'll tell anyone. Like I mean, up until about two three years ago, I wouldn't even call myself a business person. Um, you know, which is, uh, and everybody like because um a lot of people know me. I'm. I'm not exactly overly shy but i'm not i'm actually not as confident as what a lot of people think you know so i'm always determined to put myself out there to to support the crafters but one thing always hearing you know from it is that you know the confidence in your product i mean your product is top class like your product is really good quality your finish i mean um, you're finished. you you do the edges you have them all pristine you've even got this most beautiful label and it's so nice and clean and yet whenever I was talking to you it was one of the things that astounded me the most is that you weren't confident in your product but I know the only thing I would say is that with crafting it does come in time um, and I think a lot of people do need to hear that you know how like even in the store, I would get people coming into me and I'm, and I'm just using, I'm just going to use Tesco's as an example, mainly because it's my nearest big store in the town, you know, yeah. but I would have people coming into me and going like, I can buy that in Tesco's. And like, I'm not even going to say, it. I actually, one day I got so tired here that I actually turned around and I challenged a customer and I was like, you know what? And I was like, go you up the town. And I was like, I want you to go and buy. And they were looking at this big wooden bowl. It was the most beautifulest wood turned bowl. The bowl yeah. itself was about 75 pounds, but it weighed a ton and it was yeah. solid oak. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said to them, I was like, look, if you, want, if you want the bowl, and I said, you go up into Tesco's and you buy a bowl exactly like this solid oak, and I will refund you your money or the difference. And I will give you that bowl for your Tesco's bowl. And uh, the customer, well, didn't come back. Um, Because I know fine rightly, I think there's a a difference between saying that, you know, a product is beautiful and you can't afford it or it's just not for you. But you have to learn how to control that because I think, Christine, what you've just said, there's a prime example that a lot of, new crafters experience and where I find sometimes there's a high turnover in amazing crafters and artists is because um you know is because of that um yeah. but you know pricing and everything else you know it's something that will come in time um like I know that you have undersold yourself on a few products and we have set and we have chatted and we will go yeah. through that. Um, yeah. But again, you've put a price on a product because that's what you feel you should be selling because you're, are you judging it on what you see in shops? Or are you judging it on your time, effort and material?
1: I probably judge it on fear of looking like a money grabber. I don't think unless you're a crafter, unless you actually sit and watch somebody, you know, people, it frustrates me because, you know, people are turning around going, what Tesco, what Dunelm, but whatever other, the range or whatever, but they feel to see that, as a crafter, as an individual, we're not cutting a hundred layers at a time. You know, you're cutting one thing at a time. You're you're sewing one line at a time. It's not like, it's not going from me to, to you, to number, person number three, person number four. It's not a production line, it's just me. You know, it's me sitting here sewing away. Um, People forget that I have to do the cutting, I have to do the sewing, I have to do the press, I have to do the poly check, I have to do the packaging. You know, there's there's this whole big, you know, there's this whole big production that needs to happen, but there's only one person that does it one at a time. You know, and that, I think I just price based on what I think people will buy it for, and I totally like me and my husband. like, I've totally had words about this. Me and my dad, my dad's like, stop being so silly. And he's like, why are you selling the boutique? People either want it or they won't want it, and that's just it. But it's just getting the confidence to go, right, whatever, you know, that's
0: yeah. You know, and, and I think this is this is the reason why Christine's gonna be the first follow-up, uh, because uh I am going to be helping Christine on a one-to-one basis, trying to get her okay, product God. up there, <laughs> get her product oh up God. in Randon because. Uh, she has the quality it's just um it is one of those things that a lot of people find um very daunting at the beginning and by the end of it she'll probably be doing exactly what I'm doing sitting here chatting to everybody um about the stuff sure. um but Christine I can honestly say uh it has been a real pleasure um our time is actually nearly up believe it or not, not really and it, but it, 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 it has just been such a nice chat um because I think you've covered so many things and as a new crafter it's that has just came out of the COVID um it is it's it is amazing to actually hear these stories, and I can't wait to get talking to you again and seeing where about you are, and. Um yeah so it's um i am looking forward to it uh but again to everyone uh if you want to check out christine's all of her stuff is on our website Uh, her crafting name is 4010 thread so if you go online you will see her stuff you can check more of her stuff out on facebook and on instagram am i correct yep 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 um But yeah, thanks so much for joining me today, Christine. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, just stay tuned for the wee follow-up on that. Uh, And yeah, thanks very much. See you later. Bye.